Hello, 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 hello. It has been a while. Yo, 2021, how are you? How are you? I'm fine, thanks for asking. This is Kitty Man Legend and we're back on the podcast. It's been a while. It's been a while because life is lifing and life is hard. This has been a long overdue podcast. I'm sorry. Life happened and I'm sure it's been happening to you too. If you didn't know, because you don't follow me on Instagram, I don't know what your problem is. It's at KidioMan. Uh, but if you've been blocked, you won't find it. Sorry, I apologize. I apologize. But I'm sure you can find our Losers Unite page. That's at Losers United 116. That's a beautiful page where you can catch up on all things Losers, all things United. A couple of months back, I wrote a little short story book called Inspired to be Great Lessons Learned um, as an opportunity to maybe finally explain myself. Like I've been getting really tired having to tell people why I do what I do, how I do what I do, and why must it still be relevant in these times. So I figured, you know what, maybe the best thing to do is just write it down and then later record it. And whenever someone has a question, maybe I should like make a business card with a QR code on it that takes you to the podcast and say, just, just go listen. If you don't like listening, go read and then come back because I'm tired. So today I wanted to just go through some of those topics that I covered because here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not trying to give you a blow by blow guide on how to be like me. Because that's not the objective. The objective is always for you to be who you are meant to be. And stop trying to control how other people are meant to be. It's all about yourself and your focus about where you're going with your life. And I'm just letting you know about some of the lessons I've learned through time. As well as some of the lessons that I think you're also going to learn if you're trying to live this life of inspiring other people to be great, trying to be a genuine person, trying to be a game changer in the life that you're living. So the first chapter, I called it, you lead with your heart and your head should follow. So at the beginning of my Inspired to be Great, I tried to find books on, you know, examples on how, how, how do you inspire people to be great? How do you do this thing? Huh? You can well imagine that I struggled to find resources that fully captured what I envisioned. And why is that? Well, it's quite simple, really. Whenever other people would talk about mentorship or talk about, like, you know, how you lead people or talk about how you help young people, it always came from a perspective that the young person needs you, you are a genius, you are an expert, and they ought to just listen to you because you're an adult. You've seen life. You've lived it. You are special. <laughs> but the truth is, man, I, I, I didn't resonate with that. I didn't like the idea that when I'm in the life of a teenager, I'm the expert. How am I an expert on someone else's life? How am I an expert on someone else's potential? How am I an expert on the rule of life when the life you've been given was given by God? So I'm not the designer. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't like the idea of leading from a position of being an expert. Because when I get it wrong, the person has a right to say, you're a fraud. 
And for me, I don't want to live a life like that. I don't want to live a life where I am giving people advice as if I know better. And that a relationship with a young person or a relationship with anybody else is one way. That I'm the expert, you are listening to me, and that I can't learn from you, I can't grow from you. You see, when you read all these books, there's always this weird distance between the mentor and the mentee. You know, where, you know, you, you formalize the relationship, there's going to be boundaries, we're setting goals, and then there'll be an end point, and then I'm going to leave you, and then you live your life. But, um... This didn't always sit well with me. And it still doesn't. It still doesn't. Um, I like the fact that the lines are so blurred about who are these people to me? Are they, are they my friends? Am I their brothers? Am I their father? What is this? What is this? Because I understand the value of relationship. And that in a relationship, we're equals. And that maybe I have strengths that you don't have yet. And you have strengths that I may need. So in a relationship, it's a give and take. We are leading with each other. So I didn't know when I started this journey as like a 19, 20-year-old of what is it that I'm trying to do. But I could quickly recognize what I didn't want it to be. See, I wanted to have the relationship, but I wanted the person I'm in a relationship with to feel that they belonged. I wanted them to feel a sense that there are no strings attached here. You are allowed to outgrow me. You are allowed to think I'm full of shit. You're allowed to avoid me, run away from me. I, I am not in this so that my ego can grow. I wanted to, them to know that they are important to me and that there's no expiry date to this relationship. We're building something. It doesn't need to be rushed. I will go at their pace. I don't want them to ever feel like, you know, we are done, so uh, I'm not interested in your life anymore. I'm going to go find another younger version of you and then start again. They are not perfect. They don't need to be perfect. They are not my client. They are not a project. What they ultimately are, are this human being that God has said, I'm putting them in your heart and you're going to have a relationship and one day you will know why this was necessary. So then I get lucky because sometimes, you know, as much as we can be revolutionists in our mind, we still need a little bit of guide. Sometimes, sometimes what books can do for us is just confirm already what we were thinking in our head so that we don't feel like we are these weird people who are just creating weird life rules for ourselves because we don't want to 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 live by other people's rules i get to find this book called the be with factor which brought forward this idea of doing everyday mundane things with a young person next to you that this is often the best way to get to know someone better and for them to get to know you better book like helped me see that in a way that's literally how jesus worked he he just he just did everyday things with with his squad and they grew and a whole movement grew out of people having a close relationship with him and getting to see the real him and still they couldn't understand it, but they had the privilege of everyday life with this person 
See, I knew that I did not ever want to create relationships that are robotic, that are logical, that are with a goal. And when we reach the goal, it ends. I wanted to always lead with my heart that it is love that makes me do what I do. Because my head, yeah, it will follow late. My head will make sense of what my heart always knew. I would describe myself um, as someone who always does other things by thinking them through. You know, I'm a thinker, I'm an analytical thinker. I think through. I'm like, you know, what could go wrong? What could go right? What are the benefits? What are the, what are the, what, what are the negatives? Do I really want to do this? Will this be worth it? But you see, logic can give you many reasons why you should give up on someone. Logic can tell you, give you many reasons why a relationship with someone might not be a good idea. Logic can do that, and sometimes we call that discernment. But sometimes what logic can do for people like me who are overthinkers is give you every single reason why you shouldn't ever care about somebody else. Because at the end, logic reaches the same conclusion. People will let you down. People will hurt you. People will misunderstand you. That's why I have to lead with my heart. And the funny part is my heart has proven to be rather big. It's massive. It can fit everybody in. Fit everybody in and be there for those where the season says, I need to be close. I've trusted my heart. And I've not yet been let down by those my heart has loved. So, what I want to tell everyone about this this idea of how you lead is, do your best to be led by your heart. And make sure your heart is pure. Because when we center love, when we prioritize love, then love will always be the point. My relationships with everybody is because of love. All right, that's it. That, that's all. You can go read it. It's chapter one. Remember to love God and love people. Loses you now.